0: Hello and welcome back to Big Les' League, the official first game preview of the year. Super excited for Rugby League to come back well and truly. Uh, excited for the trials as well. We get a chance to look at some rookies coming through. We also get a chance for players to battle it out for starting roles uh, in those bottom tier sides as well. The Raiders, they're sorting out who their fullback and five-eight are going to be. The Bulldogs, they're going to be sorting out whether Crichton should be a fullback or a center, potentially, if Crichton does get a game in the trials. And obviously, to see how Blake Tuff does go at fullback as well, obviously named in the Bulldog site we're about to read out. But things like that, we're just very lucky during the trials just to see positional battles, rookies coming through, how some of the guys are coming into the year as well. Some of the top stars are coming into the year that have been named. Uh, It's so good. The trials love watching trials football love watching rugby league and happy that it's back as well. But uh, let's get straight into the game. We're going to be doing this preview a little bit differently to how we usually do previews. Now we did previews last year. We're going to go through the 1-17s to 17s for both sides. We're going to give our take on some positions as well and go through some players to watch during the game and uh, how the game is going to be played based off the sides, giving a little preview, obviously naming those players to watch as we said before while we go through the 17s and then we're going to be giving our preview predictions so uh, whether that be you know try scores, we obviously pick one try scorer per team uh, as usual, uh, but who wins the game stuff like that. It will be in a little bit of a different order. We obviously didn't do the players to watch little segment in the previews last year, but that's going to be something uh, that we're going to implement a little bit more, especially if, you know, those players that debut uh, and we obviously know them or they've been tracking really well through reserve grade. We're going to add that into the previews. The previews will be very similar to last year's ones. But we will try and make it a little bit more engaging for the viewer as well. But let's get straight into it. We've got the Bulldogs taking on the Melbourne Storm. We have got a few rookies named in these sides. We've also got a very long team list, obviously with the preseason games. Uh, unlimited image interchanges, unlimited players allowed on the bench as well. I think there is a certain number of players you can have on the bench, but I think Your total team can be up to 30 players. So uh, there are a few players named on the bench for these sides. In fact, uh, in this game, both teams have 29 players in total. So, bear with me as we read out the team list as well. It might take a little longer than usual, uh, but we will be going through players to watch as well, like we did uh, when the team list came out. We just won't go into as much depth. If you want to go back to the team list reaction uh, for the Bulldogs and Melbourne Storm, it's the first one that came out yesterday morning. Uh, That goes into players to watch in a little bit more depth, but we will touch on certain players that are going to have a big impact in this game. Let's start off with the Bulldogs team list. Blake Taff fullback. I think that it's going to be a massive game for him. Uh, and over the next two weeks, it's going to be a massive two weeks for him in terms of trying to prove that he should be a first grader and potentially earning that fullback spot, pushing Critter back into the centers. We know my opinion on this. We know that I prefer Critter in the centers uh, and my best team list for this side has Critter at left center. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Obviously, a lot of experts do have critter starting the year at fullback. Uh, A lot of people want him to get his hands on the ball a lot more. But for me, his best position is at centre. Why would you move him into another position when we already know what his best position is? But again, happy to be proven wrong about that and excited to see Blake Tuff, how he goes. Uh, I'm really excited to see him with a bit of a fresh start. Uh, Even though he wasn't playing poorly at South Sydney, he was playing great. He side got to the grand final um, in reserve grade as well in the New South Wales Cup and then obviously won the state championship as well. So he's been in great form uh, in New South Wales Cup. But... A fresh start in terms of he's more likely to make this first-grade squad than he is the South Sydney Rabbitohs side. Uh, Blake's up at fullback. Very excited about him. Blake Wilson. Uh, I'm keen to see how he goes as well. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of rumors that maybe Bronson Sherry starts the year in New South Wales Cup. Kiraz moves into the centers and Blake Wilson gets a spot on the wing. Was very impressive towards the back end of the year. So I am excited to see how Blake Wilson goes on that wing. Uh, Jarrell Skelton obviously made his debut last year as well. I think he'll be playing on the right wing. But he obviously made his debut as well. Played quite well in the three games that he played last year. Uh, I'm very excited to see maybe if he's a bit of a smoky to get into the first grade squad. But I'd love to see a little bit more of him in 2024, though. You know, during the origin period when there's injuries, etc., etc. Uh, so Gerald Skelton and Blake Wilson on the wings, Ellie Clark and Bronson Sherry in the centres. Bronson Sherry. I am very excited to see how he's coming back. Uh, From all reports, he's training the house down. He's been one of the best at training for the Bulldogs. Uh, Really fit, raring, ready to go. And watching some of the clips of him during the preseason, especially that video of him racing Kalen Ponga, That fucking scares me. Uh, That that just shows me that he is coming in ready to go. And he probably could be one of the faster players in the NRL as well. So definitely one to watch. It looks like he'll be playing right center. It's exactly where he played at Cronulla. So watch out for number four, Bronson Sherry, right center, I believe. Uh, I think that's how they're going to play it. Uh, Matt Burton in the number six jersey. Uh, He needs a big year. I think for uh, the Bulldogs to have a good year, he needs to have a big year. So excited to see how he goes in the six. But it is going to be very dependent on the form of the seven and who the seven is. In this trial match, we have Drew Hutcherson at seven to start the game. We do have Toby Sexton on the bench at 14. We'll talk about him a little bit later. If they do go with Drew Hutcherson to start the year, We've seen what Drew Hutchison can do. We know how how much experience he has as well and what he can bring to your team in terms of leadership, guiding your side around the park. We know what we're going to get out of a a Drew Hutchison. So he'd probably be the safer option, to be honest, over a Toby Sexton. But I believe, and we'll talk about this a little bit more when we get to Toby Sexton, I believe that uh, Sexton deserves the first crack at that jersey. But... um, I imagine both of these guys will get a crack at seven and we'll get to see both of them play in that role and see, we'll sort of judge it. It will only be one game, but sort of get an idea of who's in the better form going into the season. So Hutchow at seven, Burton at six. Max King, Samuel Hughes in the front row, Reed Marnie at nine. If anyone needs a turnaround year, it's Reed Marnie. I think that he obviously played very well last year in the trials. This time last year, he killed it. But I feel like... Uh, Throughout the season, his form sort of... a little bit. I'd love to see a top-notch Reid Marnie, and that's going to be off the back of a really strong forward pack, which is something, again, that worries me a little bit. Their front row, it isn't as good as some of the top-notch sides, which might hurt them a little bit, but we'll have to wait and see in this game. Max King, he always starts the year really well Uh, from a super coach uh, perspective, but also from a form perspective, he always starts the year really strong. So I'm excited to see how he's coming into this year. He's going to be one of those guys in the forward pack that has to stand up, uh, especially through the middle. But Reid Marnie, though, especially if the forward pack's humming and the halves are humming, he's going to be humming. I just want to see everything start to come together this year for the Bulldogs. Uh, and that part of that's going to be Reid Marnie in his form. Uh on Kaltoga in the back row with Jacob Preston. Preston, if he has a similar year to last year, he could be in discussions for an extended bench spot in origin, you know, with Madge going for that new fresh start, new look blue side. We could see a Jacob Preston definitely in an extended squad just to get him experience in that origin squad um, as well. Uh, very excited to see if he can have another big year. Uh, he's one of my favorite players in that Bulldogs lineup. Jermaine Salman, though, big play here for him to be at the 13. I imagine he'll be like a roaming 13, a ball playing 13. Similar to what the to, similar to the role they were trying to get Kurtman to play at the Knights, and similar to the role that Dylan Walker plays uh, for the Warriors, except he'll be starting Jermaine Salmon. Very keen to see if he is going to be that ball-playing 13 or if he's bulked up a little bit and he will be a out-and-out out 13 because it's definitely the opposite direction of what we thought he was going to be uh, in 2024, we had a lot of rumours that he'd be on an edge rather than in the middle. So keen to see what role he plays, whether he's just going to be a battering ram in that 13, whether he will be a ball playing 13, like a second 5'8 type role there. uh, Jermaine Salmon, very excited to see. Uh, Toby Sexton, 14, Uh, as I said, I think that he deserves the first crack at that seven jersey towards the back end of the year. Unlucky with injury for sure, Uh, but I thought in those first two games he was sensational and when he was in that side, the Bulldogs had a lot more go forward, a lot more direction uh, and he and Burton combined really well. So I think that Sexton definitely deserves the first crack and I just want to see him for the first... Six or seven rounds. I actually want him to get a really fair crack at this jersey. Um, you know, I'd even suggest playing him at seven until origin, even if it doesn't work in the first two, three, four rounds. I'd be playing him there until origin. And then during the origin period, if it doesn't work, if it really doesn't work, then I'd be moving Sexton potentially to the 14 jersey, uh, like he is in this game. And I'd be having Drew Atchison at seven at the moment. Hacho is my 14, just because I think that he can come on and play a bit of lock forward, uh, and you know be a ball playing 13 in this side, similar to what we think Jermaine Sam will be playing in this game. Uh, But yeah, we'll have to wait and see what role. Uh, Hacho plays, whether he's going to be even in New South Wales Cup at seven. Uh, For me, though, he is my 14, uh, and I think Sexton does deserve that first crack. It is a big, big year for Sexton, and he's going to be under a lot of pressure because Hacho is around the corner. And as I said, Hacho is Mr. Fix-It, and you know what you're going to get out of Hacho every single game. So maybe, as I said, maybe Hacho is the safer option there over Sexton. We will have to wait and see, though. I'm very excited to watch this game tonight. Uh whilst the was silly, obviously a new recruit, uh, great to see him in this side and getting a fair crack. I believe he's been in this side before. Uh, just coming over from the Dolphins, uh, I really do think that he's in for a big year and could be a smoky to make the 17 coming off the bench. They are lacking that one X-Factor forward. He could be that guy. We just don't know it yet. We'll have to wait and see. He's definitely got that upside though. Uh, Liam Knight, again, another guy uh, that could have a big year and a lot of discussions around him starting. Uh, Jordan Samrani. Harry Haynes, Bailey Hayward, Joash Papali'i is a rookie that is tracking really well in New South Wales Cup and has been over the past few years. Very highly touted. I imagine he'll come on either at fullback or in the halves. Uh, could come on in the outside backs as well, but definitely want to watch the number 21, Joash Papali'i, Reese Hoffman, Jack Todd, Joseph O'Neill, Luke Smith, Lipoy Hopoi, Curtis Moran, number 27, one to watch. Always a goer in this side whenever, whenever he comes in. One of my favorite players in this team as well. Uh, when he does come into this side, just an absolute goer. Not the biggest forward that you've ever seen, but definitely one of the most hardworking when he's at his best. Uh, William Afualo. And Khaled Rajab, 29, he'll come on in the halves for sure, number 29, Khaled Rajab. Uh, I imagine he'll come on and play a little bit of six next to Toby Sexton, who I think will come on at seven, uh, you know, at the midpoint of the game. But that's the Bulldogs lineup. For the Melbourne Storm, we've got Ryan Pappenhausen at fullback. Uh, it's great to see him back in rugby league. I am so happy that Ryan Pappenhausen is back. Um It's going to be great to see him play again. It's going to be great to see him hopefully knock on wood, fully fit. A really good injury run for him this year. I think that the Melbourne Storm are going to be a final side if he's at 100%. If he's not 100%, I honestly am throwing up the possibility that Melbourne could drop out of the top eight. And a lot of people do this every single year and Melbourne proved them wrong. But I'm seriously starting to doubt whether this forward pack can be a top eight forward pack and whether this Melbourne side can be a top eight Melbourne side. If the forward pack isn't going forward, if Ryan Pappenhausen is consistently injured, if there's a lot of issues, if Harry Grant gets a bit fatigued towards the back end of the season uh, because he is potentially playing 80 minutes, if they do go with Farlogo Logo at 14, there's a lot of factors going into it. But I do think that if things go sideways for Melbourne, they might not be a top eight side. We'll have to wait and see. But Ryan Pappenhausen, knock on wood, has a really solid year. Uh, Dina Ramia on one wing. Tui Pulatu Katoa on the other wing. Remus Smith at one center. Marion Seve at the other. Marion Seve, number four, one to watch. I think that he could start over Remus Smith. I think Nick Meany could also end up at the other center. I think Nick Meany, if he is on one side, it's going to be on the left. So I think Marion Seve will lock down the right. Definitely a battle to watch here between Remus Smith and Marion Seve though. Uh, But I do think that Marion Seve will win that battle. I think that he is a lot better than what people think he is too. A lot of people look at him as a, you know, second string, third string center. I look at look at him as a first grade player, especially after the way he ended the season. Very underrated year for Marion Seve. Uh, Keegan Russell-Smith and Jonah Pezzett in the halves. Jonah Pezzett, number seven, one to watch. Uh, one of the big things um, of a few years ago, was in that under-19s origin game and killed it in that number seven jersey. Um, you know, definitely want to watch going into this game. Has been really good uh, in the Melbourne lower grades for a few years now on that Falcon side. Uh, definitely want to watch their number seven, Jonah Pezit. He's one of my favorite players coming through for Melbourne. Uh, Tristan Powell and Aaron Penney in the front row. Aaron Penney is going to be one of those guys that needs to step up in this forward pack if he does get a spot in the 17. I don't think he will because I think they need to go for a a lot bigger bench. And I think Aaron Penney just isn't big enough for me at the moment to be one of those impact forward guys off the bench. I don't think I'd have him starting in this Melbourne side either. So I don't think uh, Aaron Penney will make first grade. But... Let's hope he proves me wrong. I'm keen to see him have a big game in this one at number 10. Uh, They have made a change. Melbourne, uh, Tyron Wishart will start at hooker. Uh, He's wearing the number 14, but he is set to start at nine. He can play nine, seven, six, one. He can play in the outside backs. He can play on the wing if you're really desperate. He can play a roaming role. He is so good, Tyron Wishart. He's one of my... Dead set, and I say this about a lot of players, but in this Melbourne side, coming through, he's one of my favourite players. He really is. And last year, towards the back, uh, back end of the year and in that finals game, particularly against the Roosters, he was sensational playing halfback. I think that he could be a real smoky of getting that 14 over far logo if they choose to develop him a little bit longer in reserve grade, which, mind you, wouldn't be the worst decision in the world. Tyron Wishart, definitely a... 50-50 option of playing 14. I think a positive as well about having Tyrone Wishart at 14 is he can play hooker. So Harry Grant doesn't have to play the full 80. I think that's a real positive and it's definitely someone something to consider for Melbourne fans and for the Melbourne Storm themselves to consider as well. Tyrone Wishart 14 over Far Logo. Far Logo has definitely got the higher upside, but Tyrone Wishart can play hooker. They need a hooker off the bench Bronson Garlic for me didn't provide enough spark off the bench, which he didn't really need to as well. He was more of the defensive hooker, uh, but I think that Tyron Wishart is a bit of a combination of both, and I feel like Tyron Wishart will probably get the 14 over Bronson Garlic this year. Uh, I think Bronson Garlic could be used as more of a, a back row lock forward utility sort of that sort of um, thing, where if there's an injury, he'll come in and play a utility role, but. As I said, Tyrone Wishart, one to watch. I won't ramble on about it too much much longer, sorry, but Tyrone Wishart definitely one to watch in jersey 14, but playing at starting nine. Kane Bradley and Chris Lewis in the back row. Trent Liero at 13 is one to watch out for. Um, obviously rumoured to play 13 this year. I'm very excited to see if he can handle that 13 jersey. Uh, it is a quite a controversial move, but he's such a goer. He gives 110% every single game. Super underrated. He just gets to it, puts his head down and gets through his work. He's one of my favourite guys in the forward pack at the moment. Um, for the Melbourne Storm, and I think one of the more underrated back rowers in rugby league. Trent Arrow, 13, one to watch. Uh, Soliasi Prescott, Kaez Fatilli, Lazarus Varlepu, uh, Kobe Williamson, Trey Stewart, Cole Geyer, Sheldon Diaz, Thomas Rafter, Curry Uria, Stokes Mahara, Stanley Hewan, Mitchell Jennings, Angus Hinchy, Jonte Jr., Betham Misa, Regan Hughes, and Jake Toby on the bench there to finish that 21-man side for the Melbourne Storm. So who do I think wins this game? I think Melbourne have the advantage of having guys like Tyron Wishart, who is around the ruck. He can create a lot of issues for your footy side. You've got Ryan Pappenhausen. Yes, coming off some pretty serious injuries, but first game back, he looks very good in the preseason from what I'm hearing, uh, and also in the pre-videos that they show as well, he looks really ready to go. Uh there hasn't been too many, there hasn't been too much chat about, you know, further injury during the preseason uh, since he's come back. So they do have that advantage of having a genuine first grader in there like Ryan Pappenhausen. But I think the Bulldogs could definitely win this game. They do have guys alike Blake Taff, Bronson Sherry, Matt Burton, Drew Hutchison, Reid Marnie, the guys that can you know really break the game open. I think that the Bulldogs win it. They also have the home advantage at Bel- Belmore Sports Ground. I think the Bulldogs do win this game over the Melbourne Storm. Just, I'm just a bit 50-50 on Ryan Pappenhausen, yet uh, his fitness. I want to see him play a full game without injury concern, fully fit, rearing, ready to go, and then I'll be convinced. Uh, until then, I'm still 50-50 on Pappie. Uh, Tyron Wishart, great an attack. I just want to see him in defense at hooker for for however long he plays. I think that the Bulldogs can definitely, if they get a bit of go forward through the middle, Reid Marnie will create trouble as well through the ruck. You got uh, Drew Utterson there with a great kicking game. Matt Burton as well, great kicking game. Uh, Matt Burton with his left foot step uh, on that left-hand side. He has a great left fend, left step on the left-hand side. Um, so I think that that will be really useful as well. And then obviously having guys outside him like Blake Wilson will be not nice and handy too if Blake Wilson plays on the left. Uh, if Bronson Sherry's on the left, that's going to be even better, but Bronson Sherry next to a guy like Drew Hutchison as well is going to be very, very nice and something that I'm very excited for. So I do think that the Bulldogs win it. I think they win at 1-12 around that sort of mark. Uh, one try scorer from each team. Yes, you can't bet on this game, but I will pick a try scorer anyway. For the Bulldogs, I like Bronson Sherry outside of Drew Hutchison, so I'm going to go Bronson Sherry as a try scorer. For the Melbourne Storm, I'm going to go for – who am I going to go for here? I am going to go for a real smoky. I'm going to go for Tyron Wishart out of dummy half scoring a try in this game. Um, You know, another guy you could pick here for the Melbourne Storm with Jonah Pezzard at seven is Marion Seve playing on that right-hand side. Uh, I like that as well for a try scorer, but I am going to go for the Smokey in Tyron Wishart. Yes, you can't bet on this game. There's no value in it, but I I like going for a Smokey. I love making a big call. Big Les loves making big calls. Uh, Tyron Wishart and Bronson Sherry as my try scorers for this game with the Bulldogs to win 1-12. one to twelve.